Welcome to Chat Off the Mat, where we invite you to step off the mat with us and into our world where we shine our light. We're here on this journey together, staying connected and bringing you information and tools to help you along the way. Okay, so today's episode, uh, I thought we could talk about balance uh, since, Rose, we tend to talk a lot about balance with a lot of things um, and it's really wanted to hit kind of on the foundation of what we mean when we use the word balance all the time and and maybe put some meaning behind it. Um, It's not necessarily, in my opinion, it's not necessarily being able to stand like on one leg in some funky pose. I know a lot of people might think, oh, balance is about, about that and being stable, which it is a big thing. Yeah. When we use that word, of course. Um, but you know, we can also talk about balance in a way where it's emotional or even like a, a balance of stimulations or a balance between a work life and personal life or, you know, entertaining things, doing things that make us happy as well. Do we do too much for other people, not enough for ourselves? Uh, it can be even about being active and also passive versus passive. Um, you know, and a lot of things we've been studying our Qigong uh, practice and even you, um, you know, I know a little bit about it, yin, but you're very well versed in the yin yoga world. And um, we see a lot of the yin and yang symbol in our practices. Mm-hmm. And um, so the question is, is also, you know, what does that symbol mean? Is it religious or philosophical? For me, it's been very philosophical in the sense. And, um, you know, not that I'm well-versed on that. There's tons of people out there that are way more well-versed on the philosophy of this. Um, but we do come across it a lot in our practices. Um, and so I would say for me at this moment and what I've learned, it's about, um, it's about without one thing, we can't have the other, that, that there's always that opposites in life you know, right or left, up and down, (laughs) Um, you know, what's that? Hot and cold. Hot and cold. Yeah. Um, So, so without, without two opposite things, we really don't, we don't know really what that thing is, I guess. And so the seed of one is always in the other. And that um, is really what um, I wanted to bring to point with people, you know, when it comes to balance. And so a lot of what I teach is based on, you know, rest and restore versus action reaction and how much of this is healthy. And I used to live by the motto of work hard, play hard. I, I would just work, 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 work. That was just how my brain was trained. I've, you know, babysat when I was young. I had my first job when, you know, W-2 job when I was 14. So that's all I've known my whole life. And that, and that was ingrained in me by my family that you wouldn't be successful unless you worked hard, which probably is true. Right. Mm. (laughs) But, um, anyways, so yeah, I mean, that's what a lot I teach to. And, um, the thing about that is that because I was working hard and playing hard, I, the only time I was ever getting rest was 
when I was sleeping. Now it's the only time I was resting my mind, my eyes and all that. And it did cause an imbalance in my body. It caused me to have, you know, auto, autoimmune disorder, a thyroid issue. And the reason why I know that's the cause of it is because through finding a healthier lifestyle, especially with yoga and more recently Qigong and even Reiki, I was able to, I'm not even on thyroid medicine and flashback like five years ago, they wanted to remove the whole organ from my body. So I, I do believe that if we pay attention to, to our bodies, um, we can, we can help that. So yeah. How about for you, Rose? Tell me a little bit about. Yeah, those are great stories, Jen. Um, and, and it's nice that you share your personal experiences so that people out there who may, you know, suffer or have similar issues that they can relate and pause and think maybe, you know, they are, uh, their life or their lifestyle is creating or the imbalance in their lifestyle, maybe creating um, some of these issues. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm going to focus a little bit of my discussion on, on a practice that has is very near and dear to me. And it's, it's, it's my yoga practice or my movement practice, um, you know, practicing yoga for a very long time. Uh, and then when I became a teacher, just practicing more of a yang approach where it's more physical and fiery, engaging the muscles, engaging the, the, the stimulating the mind and the breath constantly when, um, which I loved and it was the only thing I knew, but then I was introduced to a yin practice, which was, uh, which complemented and really balanced this yang practice that I was doing. And this yin in practice, for those people that don't know what yin yoga is, it's the more passive receptive um, practice of doing longer held poses on a mat. We're not, you know, we're not on our feet, we're on our mat, we're, we're staying in poses longer, we're staying in poses between three and five minutes. And that is uh, to stress the connective tissue in the body in and around the joints. When we're doing a young practice, we're firing up the muscles, we're engaging the muscles, right? So when we're constantly engaging the muscles and firing up the body, the body does not have a way to, to um, in that practice, it doesn't really stress the connected tissues as much. So when I practiced the yin yoga, it was very hard. It was extremely difficult to stay in a pose for three minutes without struggling. But the more I did it, not only was my body, my, my joints more flexible and more mobile, but my, my mind was more relaxed. Since it is more of a passive practice, you're, you're there with your thoughts, but you're also there to, to, you're there and learn how to be in that state in those three to five minutes of just being in um, with yourself, basically. You know, without having to worry about what's the next move I'm doing, how's my arms or my arms out wide enough for or my legs uh, engaged for warrior two, you're just basically relaxed and surrendering. And I found that these two practices created a real balance within me, um, physically and emotionally and mentally. And then more and more people started coming to my class, to my in class actually more so after getting hurt in more of a crossfit training environment 
they were like, yeah, I was doing CrossFit and, you know, lifting thousands of pounds and I got hurt. And then they would, and their doctor would say, or their chiropractor would say, you have to go take yin. So yin is that balance, right? That, that, you know, you have that scale tip to one end and you got that young and, and, and all of a sudden you're hurt and you, and you can't do that. Now you have to balance it. And even if you're not hurt or hopefully you'll never get hurt in a young sport, you find a way to bring more of this receptive and passive um, practice. And that could be, you know, it could be restorative even. It doesn't have to be yin yoga. It could be restorative. So balancing your yang practice with restorative yoga or maybe qigong. It's how we look at it. It's our perception of how we look at our practice and then invite a more... um, yin style or if you're too much doing yin yoga you're going to be really super relaxed all the time (laughs) maybe maybe not but then you want to fight more of a yang practice and what does that mean to you right so if you're doing yin and restorative all the time you need to move the body right engage the muscles engage get the blood flowing and the fluids flowing so that you have that balance and because ultimately what you want to create is harmony and that's the, that's the goal of, of Chinese medicine is to create harmony in the body. Because when we are not in harmony, it can lead to disease or any other issues, right? So being aware of when you may feel out of balance, and that's turning that lens of awareness inside and, and figuring that out yourself. Um, you know, you, you, you start to invite practices that can help restore that, that, that equilibrium. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, having that practice um, has been great. And now I, I enjoy sharing that same practice with others and, and helping to pe- find, help people to restore that equanimity. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's kind of like let the pose find you when you're in it, right? Yin, right? Oh, instead yeah, of definitely. you, instead of you trying to make the pose, you settle in, at least from my experience. And then if, if I release my expectations, then right. that pose starts to find me. Do you feel right. that way too? Yeah, it's a great, absolutely. Excellent, yeah. excellent way of saying it. I'm going to actually borrow that. Well, I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you, you know, it's not that, and it's more of a functional approach where you're not trying to, to, uh, to twist yourself in a certain way, mm-hmm. right? You, you just relax and become more receptive and, and find the way that your body can express itself in, in, in a particular shape. But yeah, that was a great. Yeah. Great I, I love that. Yeah. And, and, and just to clarify, like even the yang yoga, I made a note too, like vinyasa style, right? So mm-hmm. people would, yeah. yeah. And um, do you think Hatha kind of, do you think that's more yang too? So, so that's a great question because yeah. when I think about vinyasa and then you try to say, you, you're asking about hatha, if you look at the two, right? One's more yin and one's more yang, right? Yeah. So vinyasa is more yang and then hatha is more yin compared to, right? So and it's relative. Take, yeah, so it's all relative. And that's the whole point about the yin and the yang. It's that mm-hmm. it's all relative. So if you take a yin yoga practice and compare it to restorative yoga, restorative is more yin to a yin practice, which in this case would be more yang. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all relative. 
Yeah, as I used to, when I started with yoga, <clears throat> so I started as a stress reduction. I got into yoga, you know, especially like when I was having like a thyroid storm, I, I was just, I was very weak actually to the point where my muscles, because of the hormones, my muscles weren't actually strong. Even though if you were to look at me and pass me in the street, I would look healthy by all means, you know what I mean? But in, internally I wasn't healthy. Um, <clears throat> so I, I was doing all this, this young practice, which was really great. But then I got into restorative yoga and that really, like you were saying that really, um, especially, um, when you focus on releasing the psoas muscles and stuff like that, because I was just so much in, and there's nothing wrong with that instinctually, right? We, um, we're, we're instinct. We have instincts, right? We're humans and we have instincts and we need to have that fight or flight going and that and that's 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 um activated by that psoas muscle and that's how we determine are we in danger or do we need to leave this dangerous situation so that's natural and we all need that uh but when when we're always in that fight or flight mode all the time the whole body it just starts to wreak havoc on the whole body and that's why we do need to get into more uh restoration um, and, and balance that out. So they're both good. It's good to be active. It's a good thing. You're productive, but then you do need to have times where you're passive and restoring that energy as well. And, um, and I love that, you know, with, with the yin, the Qigong and just that whole like healing and the energy healing as well, just bringing yeah. that through, through the body. So, um, and I'm thinking like even <clears throat> balancing the sympathetic parasympathetic yep. nervous system, um, you know, and so, yeah, when we talk about balance, I mean, look at how many different areas we've brought up already, just, just physically and stuff like that. And I was thinking also just even, um, another big one for me. So the rest and restore, but also emotional, emotional balance and, and stuff like that. That's another, another area I was thinking about, like just being okay, riding through those feelings as well and realizing that we have to have one feeling in order to have the other. We can't always be happy. I mean, we could always mm -hmm. try for that, but is that, is that really having emotional balance? It's like understanding, okay, maybe we're going through grief, but maybe grief sometimes can be a good thing because that helps us to let things go. Right. And we're in the fall season right now. And, and fall is all about that letting go and releasing. So I think one of the emotions associated with fall is grief, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And so we, as long as we honor that and recognize it and work through it, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I that's, uh, it's a great uh, point as well. You know, really um, um, tuning into our emotions is huge. And I know for me, you know, like I try to be very positive and I, and as do you, and there are times when you're just in a funk. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what the heck's wrong? I'm going to get out of this funk and you're forcing it, but it's not happening. It's because, you know, sometimes we need to go through that funk to, to, to allow ourselves to rest. It's, it's almost forced. That's like the universe saying, you know, you got to kind of chill out a little bit and just, just do your thing and rest so that you can then come back. You know, if you look at that Taiji symbol, that Taiji symbol with the, the, the yin yang symbol, if you, you see it and, and imagine it's swirling, and then you're you're kind of like you're morphing in and out of these emotions and stuff and 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 riding that little wave and 
And then eventually you come out, right? You're, you're circling back out and you're feeling great, but you have to honor where you are. You have to honor where you are in that symbol and that in your space and life and, and know that it's not permanent and that, you know, we, it's just part of what we need to go through. So do you think we can find happiness and grief? I think so. If we let it go. Yeah. And, um, also, um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it probably depends on Not what you're grieving. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, trying not to be stuck in any one particular and say, and listen, Hey, you know, we, we can't speak for how people feel, but, um, uh, and, and what people are going through, but, you know, it, there's always help that people can get to, to work through whatever it is that they are. But um, yeah, so grief is, 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 is hard. And, and, and uh, one of those emotions that is really uh, um, tough to go through, but it can be a learning experience for people as well. You know, uh, and if you hold on to these emotions, they can create disharmony in the body. You know, grief can come up as, um, because grief is associated with the lungs and the large mm -hmm. intestine as organs in the body, the, the whole, whole another topic, right? Chinese medicine, yeah. organs and everything. So when you hold on to that grief, you can create issues in the body related to those organs, right? If you, you know, elimination or just, you know, the lungs and, and, and letting go of that grief can um, create more uh, healthier environment in our lungs and our large intestine. So, I mean, there's all that whole, that whole landscape topic of topics we can discuss associated with that, but, but yeah. So, um, yeah, just then once we, where, once we release the grief, then we can start to feel a sense of freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and it all goes back to like, how do you do that? How do you release? And in our practice, we learn to do that or, or we, our practice helps to, to, move that stagnant energy in our bodies, allowing for those emotions to also move out of the body and the energy within our internal um, landscape to, to move more freely. And that's what we want. And that's what creates that harmony inside too. And sometimes I've found like, I remember um, times where I would be in like Shavasana, that final resting pose at the end of a, a very, um, difficult young practice even um like a vinyasa class and um i would start to cry while i was there with my eyes closed i could feel myself crying because it just was releasing those emotions and sometimes you know our poses difficult or is a practice difficult because of the emotions we're feeling sure yeah well that yeah. connective tissue we have inside our bodies which yeah it i mean it holds trauma it holds very deep rooted emotions you know and um our practice especially a, a practice like a yin yoga practice where we're stressing the connective tissue in our hips or in, in other parts of the joints and in, in our connective tissue in our bodies helps to release some of those emotions because it is moving that energy through yeah you know and, and that's people don't feel comfortable with that sometimes people are more comfortable holding on to an emotion and once they release it, it's like a new thing. It's like, oh my God, this is like, you know, I'm not used to feeling good or this kind of sense of euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, wow. What is it? Wow. And the tears are, that's a big release, you know, letting, letting know. tears go. And, 
people I'm not a crier. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I am I'm not a, a crier. I'm a closet crier, right? Yeah. <laughs> so for I'm me to cry, my nose is running. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that to yeah. my husband sometimes too. I'm like, I know I would feel better if I could just cry right now, but I can't cry. Right. Well, laughing too. I mean, laughing is a is a way people release. It, yeah. it may not be crying. Maybe maybe there are people in the world that in shavasana they're giggling, and and that's good too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever whatever it takes, just let it out. Let's let it go. Yeah, so the, you know, I think that's a whole nother topic too. Holding on to and, and not releasing. Yeah, you know, love it. So so much stagnant energy creating so many so many things. But we'll we'll yeah. get there in our future podcast episodes. Yeah. Absolutely, Rose. I um I love this so far. I mean, we kind of like just naturally went through a a lot of different things, but I think really just the foundation of of a lot of topics that we will be going over is like what we mean by the word with balance. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, for me, it's, the, it, it's like, um, you know, finding unity in contrast, right. And then finding the seed of one thing in, in the other thing. And, you know, when you're talking about that yin yang symbol, you you know, that you see like one side's all black, one side's all white, but then I'll have a little, dot of the white and black within each one and so there's always the seed of the opposite right within that as well um so you know and then so when things are when we when we have opposites and we can when we're aware of this we can see things more clearly and we can find a way to make ourselves more level through that awareness right yeah right right very well said yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so was there anything else that you wanted to add? No, I just, no, I, I mean, you know, I, I've thought about this topic and, uh, lots of times I, I think about relationships also. I mean, um, how opposite opposites attract, but there's always a little bit of who you are and the person that you're with and in, in some cases and, and knowing that there's, there may always be imbalances in your relationship, but being aware. So I was all about awareness, you know, and, and trying to bring that balance back in our situations and relationships can be friendships or, you know, uh, romantic relationships. Uh, I look at my two kids, I have identical twin boys, right? So I'm thinking, wow, identical twin boys, there's not gonna be any variation in, in, uh, in who they are or how they are. Not true because there's a yin and a yang to those twin boys that I have. I mean, if I walk in their room, one of the beds is, is neat and tucked <laughs> and the other one looks like a tornado hit. So, you know, explain that. How, how's that? You know, it's just so crazy trying to get those two to balance. And, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's just amazing to see how nature unfolds and uh in um you know that the dynamics of my my twins and um just nature versus nurture i guess who knows but um no i i guess that's um that's it i'm think i'm good about our discussion for for today <laughs> and i'm thinking too um we have in the show notes a link to our um, website where you can submit questions and yeah. i would love to hear people's thoughts 
about this and if there's anything they would want us to to cover even with this i mean we could maybe go into something about do do opposites attract i mean i think that's a great thing um, yeah oh yeah yeah i mean yeah that's i think that's a great question i think that's a great topic and if anyone does have questions yeah definitely write us in i mean we're we're new and uh this is, we're just starting off our our journey on our podcast and would love to hear from people who listen and and want um, to uh, offer uh, advice or suggestions on topics to discuss, right? Yeah. Or in, in just their thoughts too, and just share anything with us and we'll keep it private, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're good like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, great. This is a topic I love talking about. And I'm telling you, we could probably go on for another three hours about the different things, right? Yeah, right. I know. Well, and um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we hope that uh, everyone out there is enjoying our podcast so far. And we look forward to um, creating more uh, for everyone out there. Right. I absolutely loving it. All right. Have a beautiful right. day, everyone. Yeah. Have a great day. We want to thank you for joining us today. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media platforms and to send us any email with questions or comments. We look forward to connecting with you again for some more chat off the mat.